Hello, and welcome to the September 9th, 2019 edition of Mr. Joe's Bipolar Podcast. My name is Mr. Joe. This is my neighborhood. This is my life. But this is our podcast journey. Welcome to Mr. Joe's Bipolar Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Mr. Joe's Bipolar Podcast. It is awesome to have everybody here with me today, and of course, it's always wonderful to be out there with you as well. So let's get down to business. Let's get down to business very quickly today. Let's uh, talk openly and honestly and serious with one another. I don't normally open up my podcast this way, but today I need your help. Today I, I, I am reaching out to my fan base, my listener base. Yeah, look, I don't even know the words anymore that I'm using. I, I mean, I'm sitting here like I'm a celebrity and I'm nothing close to it. So please forgive me for using the words my fan base, but my listeners out there, I, I need you today because as I am uh, speaking currently, I am actually hallucinating. And um, what I am seeing is just flashes of light all over a grass green field in front of me. Um, I don't even know how to describe it. Um, fences are moving, uh, seating is moving, uh, soccer goals are moving and falling down and standing up. Uh, you know, I, I just don't. I don't even know how to describe it, but ultimately what's going on today guys is um i'm absolutely lost really i'm absolutely lost today is probably one of the worst days that i've had in a very very long time i cannot recall ever feeling like this um not not in the recent days or weeks or months even now forgetting about the hallucinations that was not a plan just now to throw that into the introduction of my bipolar podcast it was something that occurred as soon as I started speaking and I have to assume it occurred because even today speaking to my audience has provided a level of stress to me that I I really cannot normally relate to because this is usually my my uh, way to get out there my way to you know vent and talk about things and um, I guess because of the way I'm feeling and we've spoken about this before, that I actually am not able to talk. <laughs> now, I'm doing a pretty good job as I'm spe speaking to my audience, but really, at work, I have to tell you that I've been struggling for the words all day. I can't talk. I can't think. I have no ability to concentrate whatsoever. I feel a tremendous amount of confusion, frequent urination, which I could only relate to the idea of anxiety because I am anxious as well uh, I haven't felt this anxious in a very long time and I have some other physical symptoms such as sweating and I don't know where the heck that's coming from because I am not a sweater that's for sure I mean I could go to the gym and work out and I don't sweat but you know in terms of physical um, ailments that happens to be one of them if if I look at myself in the mirror in terms of a physical perspective I look like complete crap I mean, I got bags under my eyes, um, you know, black, black bags to the point where I don't even want to look anybody in the face. And I slept pretty good last night, for the most part, anyway. I should have known something was up this morning, everybody, when 
I once again found the ability to go back to sleep. That is never something that I am able to do. Once I'm up, I'm up. And I had every intention of waking up today at about 5.30, because normally I am a 5 o'clock riser, but lately I've been able to sleep until about 5.30, and today was no different. However, upon getting up, I couldn't move. I couldn't function. I couldn't think. Kind of like what I feel now. And I had to, I actually found myself uh, leaving my bedroom and navigating my way over to the living room couch plopping my big fat you-know-what on it and uh, falling asleep again only to wake up at 6.05 uh, in the morning you know and only because I guess that subconscious anxiety of me knowing that I had to be out of my house in an hour uh, really led to the opening of the eyes I guess subconsciously like I said I was aware of how um how close to departure time it really was. And, and I figured, you know what, if I am struggling this much, I better get myself up because even ironing my clothes are going to take a very long time today because it's just one of those depressive modes where I seriously cannot do anything. I don't want to move. My, my steps are, it's like, you know, it's like I'm walking little baby steps. I don't even want to walk. So... Confusion has set in, and that's putting it very lightly. Um, Mr. Joe is is suffering from an extremely uh, intense depressive bipolar episode today with a uh, tremendous amount of psychosis associated with it. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> if you could only see what I see. Anyway, I know that isn't real, okay? There's no butterflies that have antennas that big on them. But then, nevertheless... And by the way, I've been seeing an orange butterfly everywhere I go, and I have to assume, although this is not something I've, I don't want to say I've never believed in it, but something I've never been exposed to in terms of death and, you know, signs. Um, Every time I think of my dad, every time I do something where I feel like my dad should be, or any time I feel a little bit lost, like I'm looking for someone to talk to or to help me, doesn't matter where I am or what I'm doing, an orange butterfly flies by me. It's amazing. It really is. And um, uh, it happens all the time. So I have to assume it's not coincidental and it's just one of the ways or one of the one of the things in life that we really have no answers to at all. Um, but I do know this, that my confusion and my inability to concentrate today is so bad that it's actually making my head hurt. Um, in addition to that, I have tried to prevent myself from crying on multiple occasions. So essentially, I'm just holding in the tears, holding back the tears, holding in the crying. And being that I'm at work, I said to myself, well, clearly you're going to have to fake it today. And that's what stinks for us guys, that it doesn't matter sometimes how we feel, what we're dealing with. You know, listen, it's very simple. Had today I have woken up with 103 fever, I would not be here. Simple as that. Had I woken up with uh, pink eye or bronchitis or pneumonia, I mean, I just would not have been at work. But yet, here I am waking up with a mental illness, bipolar disorder, that is clearly debilitating today. 
yet for some reason I feel like I need to be at work. And um, you know, I've spoken many, many times about the importance of taking days and mental health breaks and mental health days from work, but um, I, I think the paranoia of me calling in and people being upset with my um, lack of presence today outweighed my desire to call in because I was just so paranoid and I said you know what I guess I'll do my very best to fake it and again guys this is this is probably the worst of all trying to fake how we feel faking that we're happy faking that we're motivated um, even if we don't take it that far just faking that we are with people in terms of here on this earth and not floating around in never never land like I feel like I've been doing all day um, do I have any pointers on how to fake it I know this is not probably something that we should all be wanting to do but in the event that you need to fake things or fake feelings I mean what could I advise you to well I mean I'm thinking about the first thing that I tried to do which is to find an outlet and clearly um, my podcast is an outlet and being about 10 minutes in now I can already tell that I feel a little bit better so really guys what what ends up happening is keeping everything inside is truly what hurts I mean yes the depression is there and and yes it could be unbearable and it and it hurts it's difficult to live with when it happens but holding it in makes it even worse so you know, if you don't have a podcast out there like Mr. Joe's Bipolar Podcast, obviously a trusted family member, a best friend, um, even if you write in a diary of some sort, do a blog, talk to your psychologist or your therapist or, or do a podcast like Mr. Joe, um, you know, send some emails out to Mr. Joe, <laughs> um, it, it would help both of us, I think. And And when you find that outlet, I think what you need to do is do exactly what I just did, and that's share. Share everything. Overshare. Because the person that you've confided in to let it all out, they won't judge you. Especially if you overshare. You can let them know everything. Give them top to bottom exactly how you're feeling. Basically exactly what I just did. And I feel very comfortable in doing so because I know that my audience out there can understand what I'm going through. And even if you couldn't, you've stuck with me long enough to be my partner throughout all of this. And you get it. And I know that you will be here to support me. So this has already helped me a great deal by being able to talk about everything that I felt. And I have to tell you, Upon hitting the record button, I could not wait to use the words that I am absolutely lost. Because that's how I feel. Absolutely lost. Now, this was not something I planned on talking about, but I feel like the only moment in which I have laughed has been in this podcast. And um, sadly, I made myself laugh, um, which is a little... Um, strange, but you know what? If you could find something humorous, I mean, that for the moment at least helped Mr. Joe. And really, today, when I just, I don't even remember the joke that I said or what an idiotic statement I made, but that was really the only time that I was able to smile is when something funny happens or something funny is said. And unfortunately, 
today I find myself un, unable to even laugh. And my laughter is so fake. Good God. It has never been so fake. And it's so sad because, you know, people who have heard me laugh before must know. They must recognize the fact that this laugh is different from the regular laugh. But, again, the little bit that I'm chuckling now about my own situation, believe it or not, it does make me feel a little bit better. So I guess finding something humorous can help. Something that I have been doing over the course of the last week. Now, I have not been completely depressed over the course of the last week, but something something was brewing, everybody. As a matter of fact, we, we recorded a couple of weeks ago, and I think something was brewing ever since then. And those small little warning signs where I was still able to function and felt nothing like I felt like today, believe it or not, something that has been really helpful lately has been music. Now, anybody could give that advice. You know, oh, listen to some music. Sounds great. Well, you know what? It's almost like Mr. Joe had to create a, an official depression happy music list. Now, on the music list, of course, was nothing but Weird Al Yankovic because that's what this wackadoo likes to listen to. I mean, listen, it is what it is, guys. He is my favorite artist in the world. Go figure. I know there are several of you that are either about to turn this podcast off or are just rolling your eyes or wondering, you know, what what in the world am I talking about? But I don't know. This is the same gentleman here recording right now that also loves WWE wrestling. So, you know, go figure. And this is not, not trying to insult anybody at all, of course, for those of you who like WWE or for those of you who might like Weird Al Yankovic. Um, I'm sure I'm not the only one on earth, as a matter of fact. I'm sure I'm not the only one who's on this podcast within our family here who likes both of them. But I do know this. I've been around enough people to know that it's not something that's incredibly popular with others. Um, It's a very select person, very unique person who often likes these things. But every time I put on that playlist of my Weird Al songs, I find myself starting to sing to them, no matter how depressed no matter how much I feel like I can't talk at the moment, just putting them on. And, and guys, listen, I'm telling you right now, when it's time for me, I'm on a break right now, and you know, when I pack up from work and I get in my car, believe me when I tell you, forgetting about a playlist in general, it's going to be hard enough. I, I mean, I'm already thinking about struggling not only to turn on my radio, but to turn on the Bluetooth. Could you imagine that these are the things that are stressing me out because I just have no energy? And I say to myself, oh, I can't wait to leave, but, you know, my playlist, Weird Al. I mean, am I going to have the, enough strength to put them on? I don't know. I better figure it out, though, because the times where I have been able to get him to play and be on in my radio and my car, it's made me feel a heck of a lot better. So hopefully that will be true again today. Um, and I got to tell you guys, as I'm sitting here and I'm speaking to everybody out there, uh, my eyes are so heavy. I have to wonder if some of this is related to allergies as well. Here in Mr. Joe's neighborhood, it is allergy season. And, um, you know, there, a lot of us are struggling. But here's that same, and, and this was what makes Mr. Joe all over the place, because as I am talking about all of these things, 
much of which, if not all of which, I can no longer remember. Because I swear to you, whatever statement that I just made, I, I will completely stop talking if I try to go back and think about what we were just talking about. I can't do it. My concentration is gone. So I don't know. But what I do know is, sadly, I'm even having moments of, I don't want to use the word happiness, but moments of mixed feelings right now, whereas I feel better and motivated and happy. And um, so I, I believe the mixed episodes are also there as well, which could be quite frightening. Um, and, you know, what even sucks even more, guys, about those mixed episodes is a lot of times you think you're coming out of it. And unbeknownst to you, all of a sudden you just dip right back down. For those of you who are rapid cyclers and, you know, unfortunately suffer from the mixed episodes like Mr. Joe feels and deals with, it's been, it's been really rough, guys. But nevertheless, one other thing that I know helps me, uh, or at least allows me to fake how I feel, is exercising. Now, getting into exercise when I feel like this, obviously, is a whole nother task. But if I can push myself, even if I don't feel 100% better afterwards, and sometimes I have to tell you, it will make me feel better and last for a few hours. But, you know, when I'm in this stage, when I'm at this, this level of depression and confusion, it's not going to pull me out. But what it will do is it will allow me to fake it just a little bit easier. And I, I can't believe that we're talking about faking happiness or faking feeling well. But that's unfortunately for those of us who even have the strength right now to take on a job and work with bipolar disorder. That is something that we find ourselves doing constantly. Otherwise, we're calling in sick. And, you know, something else that I realized actually enhances my mood and I had to think about this one guy so I came in with a plan obviously and so far I followed the plan but this particular thing I had to think about and um, I realized that when I am there for others with problems and I make them happy and content as possible I'm usually able to focus any of my negative thoughts or my depressive feelings on making other lives better. I mean, it's a terrible coping skill, obviously. And really what it does is it, it kind of takes the attention off of me. Just being kind to other people and worrying about their well-being. And um, again, not always easy, especially when I have to communicate with people and uh, reach out to see how they might be. But when somebody presents me with a problem it's a lot easier for me to be there for another person and respond to that particular problem rather than initiating any kind of conversation. And obviously socialization and isolation are a big part of the way that I feel right now. Um, I have no ability to socialize whatsoever. People have to know something's up today. I can't imagine that they don't. I mean, it has been such an off day for Mr. Joe that I cannot imagine anybody not being able to figure it out. But, um, you know, I've isolated myself on a number of occasions today. As a matter of fact, you know what I find myself doing, especially because I have that frequent urination going on based on what I have to assume is anxiety, um, I hide in the bathroom. How many of you do that? And I, and I feel like right now, like a teacher. And there's many of you that are raising your hand. How many, you know, how many of you hide in the bathroom? 
Well, I know I certainly did today a lot. One thing I will say, though, and this is not being said just in case anybody um, listens to this podcast who might be a co-worker of mine. Anything and everything that I do during my day of employment, even if it means that I hang out in the bathroom for an extra two minutes just to get myself stable and be able to walk out without crying, not even with a smile on my face, but just being able to walk out without crying, I make sure that I always, always make up whatever time I've missed. Meaning, if I stayed in that bathroom for two extra minutes than I should have, you best believe that I'm going to work two extra minutes longer for the day. And that's the God's honest truth. And I have to tell you guys, I don't know if it all is because of the fact that um, I want to be such a good worker. <laughs> I don't know if that's really what it is. I think what it comes down to is my paranoia is just so intense when it comes to getting the job done and making sure I done it, do it appropriately and, and quickly and effectively and all of those things. Um, you know, I mean, listen, it is what it is, guys. It's 22 minutes now into a podcast, and here we go again. I just completely forgot what I was saying. Oh, okay making up the time. This is the stage. And, and you know, guys, I can, I can honestly edit this all out, make it a, a, a listenable podcast, allow the content to flow freely, to intertwine into uh, each topic, you know, talk about my depression and then talk about the coping. I wouldn't even call them coping strategies, but strategies to fake that you're well. You know, I can easily create a template of some sort and just kind of go in that order and address everything. I don't need to write it down. I can make some bullet points if I wanted to, uh, especially on a day like today is what I'm referring to when I have no organizational or, or executive functioning skills. But I choose not to. I choose not to. I choose to forget. I choose to be confused. I choose all of those things because, again, I like to be as real as possible for my audience. And please forgive me if this is unlistenable material. I don't even know if that's a word, to be honest with you. Um, but um, I'm doing it. I'm doing this for a reason. I'm doing it for a reason. I got two reasons to make myself feel a little bit better to make you feel better out there. Um, that's two reasons right there. But on a third note, just to make sure that everybody recognizes the fact that we are not out of the woods, no matter how much we and I got to tell you guys, there are so many times where I'm like, man, I feel great. I'm never going to get hit with anything again, especially the depression. Man, today, I don't know what's worse, the depression and sadness or the absolute utter confusion that I feel. But again, the one thing I will say is that being there for other people, and you know what, it's a little bit easier in my field, especially when you're working with children with autism and adults with autism and adults who work with those children and adults with autism. Um, you know, the workers who I have to train and um, people who are, you know, looking for advice and sometimes even parents that reach out. Um, it's not easy for me to initiate that phone call, but if anybody gets me, and I mean, what I mean by that is grabs a hold of me and is able to get me, you know, while I, while I am in this horrendous mood, but initiates the need for help for some reason, um, you know, that does help me. And 
I think what I need to do, if I was to summarize even just this part that I just spoke about, being there for others and making them happy and content as possible, I think the key here is to get to a point and finally say, you know what? Forget it, man. That's it. I am going to do for me just the same like I do for others. And that is what's so hard sometimes, guys, especially when you have bipolar disorder, because a lot of times we just can't take care of ourselves. You know, whether it's we can't get dressed, we can't brush our teeth, we can't shower. But at some point, we need to get to a point and say, you know what, again, forget this crap, man. I am going to do, let the floodgates open, man, and whatever I got to do, I am going to do for me the same way I do for others and hopefully pull myself out of this disgusting, horrifying rut that I am in. Um, and to be honest, by offering this podcast out there, I believe that this is part of that, forget it, I'm going to do for me. Because I've said so many times in the past that doing for me means recording a podcast and speaking to everybody and sharing my feelings and um, reading your emails. and um, So, nevertheless, and speaking of emails, by the way, I did have a request for another um, question and answer segment. And I believe we've done two of those over the God only knows how many episodes we are in at this point. But I will be doing a third or a fourth or a fifth, regardless of depending on how many we've done in the past. Um, I have absolutely no clue because of how confused I am. So uh, rather than end this podcast hysterically crying, which is kind of what I want to do, um, I'm going to end it now. I'm going to talk... No longer about myself, but I am going to ask everybody out there to reach out. Reach out when you can. Uh, try and get a hold of me if you have any questions. I do have a, a, a tremendous list of questions that I'd like to do some questions and answering with. But if you have some more out there, by, by all means, shoot me an email. Reach out to me, MrJoeBP at Yahoo.com. Um, or, of course, you could find me on Twitter at MrBipolarJoe. Thanks for listening today, guys. And again, if you are living with a mental illness and you're doing well, I ask that you continue to work hard. If you love or you care about somebody with a mental illness, I ask that you continue to support that person in the very best way that you know how. And if you are struggling right now with a mental illness such as Mr. Joe, I guess the only thing we can do is continue to fight, continue to battle, and most importantly, soldier on. Thank you so much for listening to Mr. Joe's Bipolar Podcast talk to you guys again real soon. Have a great day.